Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, we're trying to get this thing back under control here. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Mad Dog Russo, live in a half hour on the Goodyear hotline. Actually, I don't think anyone has ever turned to dog to try and get things under control. <laughs> uh, but we've got Nuno, and, and it's just insane. So I had this question of the day involving your friends, and I think I'm just leaving it behind. Okay. Right? Because I, I think we just we have spent enough time on that. I want to move on to other things. And so I never, because of Nuno's extremely questionable um, response, I mean, because obviously he is just one who surrounds himself with shady characters, I, I, I just really never got to the question I wanted to ask, and it wasn't interesting enough to justify spending this much time on it. So I'm going to move on to my next question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. This is a much better one. Like, what would you ask for if you could have literally anything? Okay, let me explain. You know the old uh, jokes that you usually start with, or stories they'll start with, like if you found a lamp, and you, I don't know, you rub the lamp and a genie comes out of the genie says, I'll grant you any one wish you might have. Any one wish. Well, someone named Byron Kennedy basically had that happen to him. Byron Kennedy was the fan sitting at the game in Tampa Sunday in their annihilation of the Bears who Mike Evans handed a football to after catching a touchdown. And it turns out to be Tom Brady's 600th Touchdown pass. So now they got to go back and they got to get the ball. You've seen this. Brady wants the ball. He's going to want to keep the ball. So they go over, and according to sources, the, what they gave him in return, he gives back the ball, and what they gave him in return was two signed Brady jerseys, a helmet, another jersey autographed by Evans, Evans game-worn cleats, a pair of season tickets for the remainder of this year and all of next year, a $1,000 credit to the official team store, and some sort of Bitcoin. I, I don't know how, I don't know what the denominations of Bitcoin are, but a little bit of Bitcoin. But Brady said he was going to throw in because he's doing the commercials for it. And the only thing I could think of is, how did this guy get this little for this ball? Let me make 100% clear what I'm trying to tell you. The value of that ball, if you were to put a dollar value on it, is going to be in the hundreds of thousands to say the very least. Barry Bond's 656th home run ball, which when hit, no, well, I guess now they know it's the last one, was his last home run, was sold for $752,000. We've seen legendary memorabilia in sports go for millions of dollars over the course of time. Tom Brady is going to be one of the most beloved figures in the history of American sports for the rest of his life and beyond. The value of that ball at some point, I believe, is going to be in the millions. A fan sold Mark McGuire's 70th home run for $3 million. Allegedly, the Cardinals offered him a signed bat, ball, and jersey. The guy said he wanted to meet McGuire. McGuire said no, so the guy kept the ball and sold it for three million bucks. <laughs> this guy, Byron Kennedy, makes the unimaginable mistake of just giving the ball back first and negotiating later. Now, let me make clear, and my cameraman Rich is the only one in the room who'll know what I mean. 
I come from a long line of people who know how to negotiate things like this. You don't give the ball back first. (laughs) You sit there with the ball and you say, I'm going to hand you a business card right now. This business card belongs to my attorney. Feel free to contact him at your convenience and we can start negotiating the terms of this exchange. I am under no circumstances giving some equipment guy with a hat on backwards, oh yeah, take the ball. You'll give me whatever you want. Schmuck. This is a ter- an, un- an incalculable mistake. Unless Byron Kennedy is a billionaire, <laughs> which I don't know, then this is a loss. This is a miss. You could ask for any... It's just Tom Brady wants the ball. If you have something that Tom Brady really wants, you can have anything in the world. He's Tom Brady. He has unlimited money. He has unlimited connections. He has unlimited anything. He's the biggest star we've got. So, in my opinion... This guy got short, changed, just unimaginably so. I'm going to say at the very minimum, at the very minimum, this guy could have gotten a half a million dollars for that ball. Minimum. Minimum. And if there was like a little bit of a hubbub about it, he would have gotten more, and I'll tell you why. Because one of Brady's super rich friends, I don't know, Bob Kraft for all I know, would have bought it to give it back to him. So if this guy puts the ball up for sale, says, I want $700,000, there's going to be a line down the street of Brady's celebrity friends who would buy it so he can have it back. That's just to begin with. You get them into a bidding war, this thing could go into the millions. So to me, this was a terrible miss. So let me go to Bubba first off. And many of you may not know this. But prior to Bubba's long and now somewhat legendary career in radio broadcasting, uh, Bubba was actually a personal shopper in many of the highest and and most prestigious uh, stores across the country. And I'm talking about high-end jewelry, high-end fashion, all of that stuff. Bubba knows this stuff better than anyone. So, Bubba, if you had been handed the 600th passing touchdown, the, 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 the Brady ball, what would you have wanted? What would you have asked for to give it back? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too upset with what the guy got, but I, I do kind of I agree that, you know, you got to you don't give it right back for sure. You got to negotiate more. That was the first mistake. You don't just hand it back. So I think I would say I like what he got for starters, but I would probably ask for maybe more the entire team's autographs and more jerseys and stuff. I don't I'm not, I'm not looking. I'm not looking to hold them all hostage for things. It's I. This Brady's ball. I don't need it. Bubba, they gave him a one thousand dollar credit to the official team store. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even give him a thousand dollars. They said, "Here's a thousand dollars worth of our stuff, which we make for eight dollars." Well, I think it depends too if the guy's like a huge. I mean, I guess it. If I were a Bucks fan or not a Bucks, I think that depends too. Like if you're if you're not even a fan of the team, I think then you just you go nuts and just ask for money and everything else. T- but, Tom Brady, but if, you're if a he huge wanted fan of the to, team, I think then you just kind of want you're fine just getting stuff. Brady Tom Brady could stuff. call Elon Musk and say, "Put my friend here on the next space shuttle." 
All right. Tom Brady can make anything happen that he wants. You're getting you want some more signed jerseys. Nuno, <laughs> let me come to my criminal friend, Nuno, because you're a person, it seems to me, who, uh, based upon the conversations of this morning, might have um, very little compunction about asking for things. <laughs> if you were, had been handed the Brady ball, what would you have wanted for it? Yeah, there's going to have to be at least a, a quarter mil, and you're going to have to pay the taxes on the uh, that quarter mil uh, as well. Quarter mil. So you want two hundred fifty grand, and you want the taxes paid. Now, I've never understood how that worked. If I give you two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and I pay the taxes, don't you then get paid? Excuse me, get taxed on the two hundred fifty grand and the taxes that I paid for you? Or are we under the like under the the covers paying the tax? Meaning I can't tack on an extra whatever it would be, 25000 whatever whatever the number is. I can't tack that on and say I'm paying the tax, right? Well, you would know uh, this. I, Nuno, you're a lawbreaker. I think you pay more <laughs> to get it to two fifty. Well, no. So a couple of years ago for Derek Jeter's three uh, 3000 hit, yeah. the young gentleman who caught the ball, he had to pay taxes or it looked like he was going to pay taxes on all the the gifts that he was given from the Yankees ah. and companies came out. I think Miller at that time came out and said, Hey, we'll handle the taxes for you. We'll, t- we'll pay your tax bill. I, I don't it. know how legal illegal things are done. I'm all about up and up uh, everything <laughs> by the book, but just uh, pay the taxes. The Greeny presented by progressive insurance, progressive insurance, proud to support veterans with its annual keys to progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keys to progress.com. Hembo, what would you ask for? I'm not asking for anything. I'm, I'm, I'm running up the concourse with the ball secured to me, and it's going in a safe, and I have, there's, there's a 0% chance that I'm negotiating with that guy in that moment. Right. Is there any chance he didn't know it was number 600 by chance? Th- th- that's why he was – well, why would – someone, when they came over to ask for the ball back, uh-huh. would have to have explained why they want it back. <laughs> Do you think so? Well, as opposed to what? Hey, we want that ball back, and we'll and we'll give you something else in, in return. I don't. I have no idea how that Just conversation. Just a rando went. walks over to you and says, "Yeah, I need that ball back," and you're giving it to him. I mean, what I'm saying is, if you follow the memorabilia stuff at all, he to get some stuff from like NFLShop.com. He, right. This guy won the lottery and gave away his ticket. Correct. It's ex- it's exactly what just happened. Hembo's the first person who got this right. Here's the answer to the question. Uh-huh. You, Hembo, uh-huh. are, are a, a, a relatively freshly married man. Mm-hmm. You have a lovely young wife. The two of you are a young couple. You're starting life out together. Do you know what's really expensive? What is? College. <laughs> Sending your kids to college someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These as yet unborn kids that you are going to have at some point, I assume. I, I, I only say that because I know you've talked about it with me and 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 you're going to have these kids and they're going to have to go to college and that's going to cost a lot of money because you know the office of the registrar doesn't care about mike evans cleats that's exactly I, can't, right. I can't believe he, he couldn't even get brady's cleats he couldn't even get tom brady's cleats like that's this right. is this well, guy got well, shafted gonna, beyond all those. recognition i'm gonna get those don't worry that's right oh. so bubba you're gonna walk up someday with your child <laughs> To the, to the bursar's office. It's not the registrar. It's the bursar. The, the bursar. <laughs> to the bursar's office at Harvard, where your kids will obviously go and carrying on the family tradition for all of your right. years there and the endowed scholarships you have. 
uh, at Harvard College. And you're going to walk up with the bursar and you're going to say, uh, in exchange for his tuition, I'd like to hand you these game-worn cleats from Mike Evans. These are the shoes he was wearing oh, again, when he I'm caught have Tom Evans. Brady's 600th touchdown. And Brady's. I'm going to have Brady's, too. Don't forget. I'm going back for more jerseys and signed things. I wasn't quite done yet. Okay. We have to. They're correct. You are not. You're, all right. That was, that was good. That, that turned out even better than I was hoping it would. Uh, okay. Chris Russo was on the way. Uh, we will we will do I'm sorry what you'll hear from some football coaches and we'll just continue the general hilarity after this word from ZipRecruiter. You know, according to Forbes, <laughs> gyms, stores and more are set to go on an epic hiring spree to meet the pent up demand for all these services. Businesses reopening means that millions of jobs will need to be filled. So where do they turn to to fill these roles fast? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny at ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. I have the cleats that Mike Evans was wearing when Tom Brady caught the touchdown. We'll be right back on ESPN Radio. Coming up tomorrow with Greeny. Boom, boom. These hips don't lie. I like Shakira. Co-host of Monday Night Football's Manning Cast and two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback Eli Manning. Tomorrow morning with Greeny at 1025 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Granny back with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Mad Dog Russo and less than 15 minutes on the Goodyear hotline. Bubba tells me that this is the 40th anniversary of the release of this song, mm. Under Pressure, which, was, uh, which is David Bowie and Queen. And you may not, you may or may not know this, but do you recognize the song? Dum, 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 da, da, dum, dum. Of course. Do you know what it was sampled in? Like this song became the the hook on this song. This is a great song, mm-hmm. and the hook of it became even more famous. Something like ten years later, because it it became you can't touch this. Dum 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 da dum 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 da dum dum dum. That's it's you can't touch this. Um, there it is. You can hear it, and they, they wound up sampling that and, mm. and making it an even bigger song. Okay, whatever. I'm digressing. Uh, good God, that was funny. So we had a lot of very funny stuff happen today in which we discovered that Nuno's primary criteria for having a friend is whether or not that person would contact or would, would, would um, concoct an alibi 
if asked where Nuno was. Okay, have you seen Nuno? Uh, Yeah, he was with me last night. Like, that is his primary criteria. And then we figured out that the guy who gave back the Brady ball just made an enormous mistake because, I mean, he he basically gave it back for $1,000 worth of shop credit and a Bitcoin worth 62 grand. He's he's holding on a lottery ticket in his hands there, and he gave it back. So we'll turn our attention back to a little actual sports. Starting Stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone with AutoZone. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? All right, so I asked Nuno to put together a collection for me of the best sound bites every single day that we want to hear. And here's what I've got on my screen. This one I like, or I'm interested in hearing. Robert Sala, the coach of my Jets, was on the Michael K Show yesterday on ESPN Radio New York and was asked... If the loss on Sunday was a coaching problem, that's a that's a provocative question. Here's the answer. No, you know it's uh, there's I think it's in you know when you when you get punched that way. I mean it's everybody's got to look in the mirror uh, from top down. So it's uh, it's something that uh, we'll continue to get better at, and something obviously we've got to fix. That's I suppose that's a reasonable answer. Right? What's he supposed to say? I mean. Do you have an issue with that answer? Is no, that... but but if, but if everything is the problem, coaching is among those most important things. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we didn't hear co- specifically how the question was That's what was coaches phrased. just say. Yeah, the, the, I don't have an issue with that answer. Now, many of you may have seen the Jets traded, traded an actual asset for Joe Flacco yesterday um, because the kid is hurt and the only other person they have there is Mike White. And they asked uh, the coach yesterday about not having a veteran quarterback, which I've been screaming about since the preseason. I was talking about that in training camp. I only didn't make a big deal about it in training camp because everyone on the set of Get Up told me uh, they'll just wait till training camp is done. They'll make this move. Don't worry. There's no way they're going to go into the season without a veteran backup for Zach. And now here they are. Zach is down and they've traded for Joe Flacco. So Salo was asked about that. Let's hear the answer. First off, there's Josh Johnson is here. He's been in the league quite a while, and I, he's had success in this league. He's 36 years old. So there is a veteran in the room. As far as Mike White's concerned, he's been throughout OTAs and training camp. He has proven time and time again that he is capable of running an NFL offense. He can play quarterback. He can do the little things. He's got great command of the huddle. He's got great understanding of the offense and going through his progressions. And he proved it yesterday. He led, in our mind, five drives in the scoring range. Unfortunately, we were not able to finish and hopefully with a week's worth of practice he's able to convert some of those drives into points okay okay so the last time josh johnson threw a pass in anger was 2007 all right can we just make it clear he's got experience in the league (laughs) am i seeing this correctly i just looked him up josh johnson played for san diego a team that doesn't exist anymore to be clear right they're now the los angeles chargers and he played some games in 04, 05, 06, and 07. Am I, am I reading that right? No, I think you're looking at a, at a different player. Uh, okay, what player am I thinking of? What, what player is he talking about? He's talking about Josh Johnson, who most recently played for Washington in 2018. He, he played for Tampa, Cleveland. He's obviously been a journeyman. He's 35 years old, like Salah said. He's selling us on Josh Johnson. How, how many... How many- how many passes has he thrown in his career? <laughs> well, I see him having thrown 268 NFL passes. Are we looking at the same or different Josh Johnsons? I think we may be looking at two different people. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, didn't, I, I, I don't even know who he's on the team. And, 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 and I, I, they're so confident in him. 
<laughs> that they have immediately traded for Joe Flacco <laughs> upon the injury to Zach. So I don't know what the hell I'm like. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, is this the, now I'm looking at the guy. Did he play for the Los Angeles Wildcats? <laughs> And, 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 and to, to, in 2019? Yes, that was his... Of the XFL? The X, yeah, he was an XFL quarterback. He was allocated to the Los Angeles Wildcats <laughs> as part of the 2020 XFL supplemental draft. Well, there you go. Future. Yes, so you we're, got looking, that. Here, we're looking at the same guy right, now. I'm not even going to... I'm not going to do it. He was a Wildcat, a legendary Wildcat. This is just, this is, this is just not the and, time. And by the way, while we're clearing things up here, the song was Ice Ice Baby, not uh, Can't Touch This. That uh, the song was sampled for. You're right. What was Ice Ice Baby? So yeah. You touch this was a different song. That was Super Freak. That was Super yeah, so Freak. Before everyone freaks out and starts flipping out, <laughs> that's it was right. Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby was, was under Queen pressure. Uh, under pressure. And Super Freak. Super was, Freak you can't touch this. was you can't touch this. Okay. When you said Tempo it, it didn't, didn't, know either, it didn't sure. sound right. But like these things, I'm not ever trusting well, myself. Don't think I don't know Ice Ice Baby. Let you, the record you sang show. It. I sang it on yeah. the air. All right, stop. Okay. Collaborate and listen. Greeny's back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Float like a harpoon daily or nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Uh, turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Turn out the, uh, something. And I, I turn on the heat and I'll wax a chump like a candle. Dance. I, I, don't, I don't know all the... It's been a long time since I did it, but I did that song on stage once. Like a speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Don't think I don't know this stuff. So, so at any rate, we have now... Well, now we've sidetracked everything. I... You know what? We didn't get anything in the show today that I wanted to we get in the show We talked more about today. Josh Johnson than Tom Brady. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking about. He's on the practice squad. Great guy. He's on the practice squad. He's 36 years old, and he's on the practice squad, and he was allocated to the Los Angeles Wildcats in the 2020 XFL Supplemental Draft. I will confess, I didn't know that happened. He played for the San Diego Fleet as well. Remember them? What league is that in? <laughs> that was Oliver Lux League, AAF. That was the AAF. He was in that league. He was, that, that's probably where he got allocated from the fleet to the Wildcats. <laughs> and he has experience in this league. All righty. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to leave it there. Mad Dog is coming up. Tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Uh, we're going to do a full breakdown of the fleet and uh, and their uh, upcoming schedule, which will be fascinating. And then Mad Dog Russo will join us to preview the World Series live next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, 
happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Yeah, that's the jam. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, coming to you live as always above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. World Series starts tonight. All the games here on ESPN Radio. And Chris Mad Dog Russo will join us live in 30 seconds. Hembo actually has a pretty good trivia question for us here about the World Series. Let's hear it. Greeny, what is the only Hall of Fame second base shortstop tandem to win multiple World Series together? So both your shortstop and your second baseman had to have, uh, wind up in the Hall of Fame. And those two guys won multiple World Series together. Only one tandem has done so. So you're saying Altuve and Correa could become the next one. I think there's a real chance that happens. And so we will see. All right, I'll I'll take a a shot at that. We'll see if Chris has a shot at it as well. After this quick word from Wendy's, rise, shine, and dine with breakfast at Wendy's and get a sausage or bacon, egg, and Swiss croissant for just $1.99. Fresh cracked eggs, buttery, flaky croissant, your choice of bacon or sausage, all for $1.99. So head to Wendy's in the a.m. for a breakfast worth waking up for with a deal this delicious. The biggest question you'll have to face today is sausage or bacon decisions, decisions. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's, limited time only, price and participation may vary. He's got his own channel on Sirius XM, Mad Dog Radio. He's the host on, uh, you see him every single day on MLB Network. He's obviously getting ready for the World Series now. The one and only Chris Russo back with us here on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Mad Dog. Uh, good morning, Mr. Greenberg. Congratulations for your new endeavor there, as usual, with the NBA stuff. So, Thank you. Uh, have, have job. Let's find Mikey and win a trap. Thank you. Now, did you, now, now you love this old stuff, and, and Hembo told me that he bounced this question off of Kirchin, and Kirchin got it right. I have a guess, but I don't think it's right. The only Hall of Fame second-base shortstop tandem to win multiple World Series together because I missed the word multiple. So all day long, when you bounced that question off me in the meeting today, I was going to say Alan Trammell and Lou Whitaker, mm. but they did. I missed the word multiple. So And Lou Whitaker's not in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he's not in the Hall of Fame Mm-mm. anyway. So I'm wrong on both counts. Chris, you have a guess on this yeah, or no? Yeah, uh, that's a very good question. You know, I, the, the multiple, you think of Robinson and Pee Wee Reese, but they, they didn't win multiple. They only won the one, mm-hmm. uh, so it's not them. Uh, the Yankees were Zudo, but no second baseman who made the Hall of Fame, so it's not that. The Garrick and Ruth Yankees, they won some championships, but their shortstop and second baseman are not in the Hall of Fame, so it's not that. Morgan and Concepcion, but Concepcion didn't make it, so it's not that. Um, the Blue Jays won two, but Tony Fernandez probably was one of the shortstops, so although Alomar is on a team, it's not that. That's a hell of a question. My goodness gracious. The Cardinals won multiple, but their shortstop and second, you know, Dale Maxwell, I hate to say it, not the Hall of Fame. So that takes care of the 60 Cardinals who won. Don't forget, the Cardinals won 64 and 67. So it's not them. 
The Orioles had Belanger, but he's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, that is a great, great. And the A's won three in a row, but they're not Hall of Famers in the 70s. That is a great question, Dog, Michael. We're talking, I, gotta, I get it. Dog, more, more than 100 years ago. That's my hint. It happened more than 100 years ago. Well, that's, you know, that's what I was thinking. So you've got to look at a combination. That means it's, uh, you know, in the, it, you know I, how about the Philadelphia A's? Is it Eddie Collins and whoever the shortstop was? It is not. Who is it? Just tell us who it is for crying out loud. Johnny Evers and Joe Tinker for the Cubs in 1907 and 1908. Oh, Tinker's to Evers mm-hmm. to and Chance. Tinker's to Evers to Chance. That's exactly teams. right. Uh, that's a, you know, I should have thought of that. Uh, man, I, I should have gotten that. Good job by, by Kirchin. And a wonderful job. Good question. Good start, Mr. Greenberg. Um, I, I no, disagree. Listen, You're the I, only person alive who would say that's a great question. <laughs> Literally, the old, no other human being would say, oh, I that's a it. great question. It's 115 years ago. But the famous names, that Tinker's to Evers to Chance <laughs> is a great combination. But Dog, uh, it's, you, a, you it's missed... a long, long time ago. Listen, and I'll tell you, you're right. You made a great point. Correa and Altuve. Yeah. You know, Altuve is going to the Hall of Fame. I don't know about Correa, mm. but that could be a combination, too, down the road. That's an, that's an excellent thought that you had with the Astro double play combination. So let's talk about that. So, so we all understand one of the things that is at stake in this World Series, which begins tonight, Astros and Braves, is the question of redemption for the Astros. And, you know, I sort of threw it around to my staff here today, like, will you view that team differently? Will you view this era of, of the Astros differently if they were to win it this year, presumably without any of the shenanigans that were going on last time. Chris Russo, what's the right answer to that question? Well, I think they've already proved it myself. Mm -hmm. They've been in two World Series. This is their second one since 2017. Mm -hmm. They've won 30 playoff games since 2017. The uh, Yankees have won 11. The Dodgers, they've won as many as they have. And look at all the games they've won on the road. Uh, since 2017, they have well, they won uh, two games at Yankee Stadium. They won three in Washington in 19. Uh, they won three in Fenway Park. They won a game in Cleveland. They won a game in Chicago against the White Sox. I mean, uh, to me, they won two in L.A. in 17. They have won 18 road games, 18 since 2017 on the road. And the Yankees won 11 games total mm. in the postseason. So to me, as a sports fan, uh, I think they've already proved the, their greatness. Now, that doesn't make uh, – listen, they're morally repugnant. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> what they did was a disgrace. But I think there's a difference between what they did and what they accomplished. They won two games in that World Series in 17 at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers blew a save in the ninth inning in game two, and they won game seven in L.A. They beat Darvish and Kershaw. So, to me, I even look at that 17-1 as legit, but if you don't want to give them a legit championship, then okay, I'll buy that. What would be your explanation about all the road playoff games that they've won? Remember, they won three games in Washington two years ago mm-hmm. uh, in the World Series. Washington won the four games in Houston. The only time that we've had the World Series have all the visiting teams win. So I think that they have already, in a lot of ways, recovered from that. I think the interesting thing about the Astros here is Dusty. You know, if he wins this championship, I mean, you probably got to put him in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, if he wins his title, what's your take on that? I think he should be in the Hall of Fame anyway, to be honest with him. The the guy's, his career, if, if, and I understand that they separate these things into your playing career and your managing career, but Hembo brought it up earlier this morning. He was on deck, Chris, 
when Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run. I mean, Dusty has been a figure in the sport, and obviously you loving the Giants as you do. You're well aware of all his years there, managing there in Chicago, and now this and all the rest. Some people just feel to me, I know the Hall of Fame shouldn't be a lifetime achievement award, but winning four games this week to me should not be the deciding factor whether or not Dusty Baker belongs in the Hall of Fame. What do you think? That's an excellent, that's an excellent point. You can make that case. Most of the managers, though, it's hard to get in that Hall of Fame as a manager. Yeah. And a lot of them have won multiple champs. You know, Torrey won four. Mm-hmm. Dick Williams won some. Uh, you know, uh, a Weaver only won one, and he's in. But LaRusso's won three, and Lasorda won two. So McGraw won plenty. Most of the managers won, uh, you know, multiple titles. But, again, Dusty's Giants, Reds, Nationals, Cubs, now this. A good player, very good player, as you said, uh, Aaron, the whole, rep- the whole deal with the Braves. You can make that case. Uh, I don't think he will make it, though, uh, if he doesn't win. I think he needs a title. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think if he won here, it would go, it would go a long way. Um, and their favorite, I know I like Atlanta, so I don't think he's going to win. But you can make the case, regardless of the performance in this series, that he's a Hall of Famer. But I think to get in, he needs to win. Um, and I, I like the Braves. A lot of people like Houston. I'm surprised. Very few people like Atlanta. They're an underdog in this series, plus 123, which is, you know, a, a decent price. I like the Braves here. Um, so I think Dusty's going to be snake bit again. But, I mean, he's done a hell of a job. He's perfect for this team. You know, all the grief they took and, the, the, you know, the fact that they, you know, he had to take this job two years ago after the scandal. He's calmed everything down. You're going to respect him. He kind of manages a little differently than the analytical guys do. He kind of goes a little bit more with his gut, which you like, and he's done a hell of a job. No question about it. Hell Chris, of a Ru- job. Chris Russo here, an inimitable mad dog with us on the Goodyear hotline with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. You mentioned it. Uh, most people that I know are picking the Astros, including Hembo sitting here who has the Astros in six. Why do you like the Braves? Um, I, I listen, long, but I like the first off, the Braves beat a better team in their championship series than the Astros did. Braves beat, a, beat L.A., and L.A.'s better than the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And not only did they beat L.A., if Bellinger doesn't hit that home run, they sweep L.A. The, Red, the Astros were down at a wire against the Red Sox in game four, 2-1 down. Um, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I like the Astro bullpen. And they're rested. They got a couple of days off. That bullpen is better than the, Brave bullpen, than the Astro bullpen. And number three... The Braves have a third starter. They'll pitch Ian Anderson as a third starter. The Astros do not. McCullers isn't pitching. They go with the Garcia and, you know, uh, and obviously uh, Valdez tonight, Garcia tomorrow, although they haven't announced it, that's what they do. Braves will go Morton, and then they go um, uh, Freed. But they have Anderson in game three. who has been pretty good. Astros do not have a third-game starter. Uh, you know, or Keedy, who knows? So, and I just like the Braves' moxie right now. Uh, I think the Braves are going to win it. Uh, I, I, I agree with the fact it's going to go long. It's not going to happen in five games. So they will have to win a World Series on the road, which is going to be tricky. Remember, they had a big advantage against the Dodgers mm-hmm. because they had one, two, six, seven at home. And they knew if they won a game in L.A., they'd go back to their ballpark. They're not going to have that here. So they're going to have to win a championship uh, away from home, which would be a little trickier. But I will go, and it's hard to do a seventh game. But I'll pick the. I think it's a hell of a World Series. I don't know if anybody's going to watch it at least early. 
But I think you and I both agree, Mike, this is a good World Series. I'll take Atlanta in seven games. Oh, absolutely. Greeny and Chris Russo here. It has a chance, I think, to be an outstanding series. We can point out the Nationals, and you mentioned it, one game seven in Houston in 2019. So all these things can sort of come together however it is you want to play them. I, I did want to ask you one other thing, because we, we, we brought this up last week. The stat was given to me, the last pitcher to throw a complete game in any postseason game, was Justin Verlander in what year? It was game two of the 2017 ALCS against the Yankees. You know, and Chris, you're a little older than me, but we both grew up with the sport at a time when the starting pitcher was the biggest star. That was the biggest star in the, in the whole sport. The, that, the home run hitter, maybe, the slugger, and, and the, the great starter, you would go out there and you'd watch him getting through that seventh inning, getting through that eighth inning, and I miss it, and I think the sport misses it. And I just wonder if that is something you think that we, if there is a way – to jerry-rig the system, which I think we would have to do in order to come back to a time where we see that in baseball. A hundred percent, right? I agree with everything you said. Uh, I mean, in every other, you know, LeBron plays the fourth quarter. You know, Brady uh, doesn't sit out with five minutes left, yet the great star pitcher is out in the seventh inning. I think it's a major problem. Nobody wants to see a group of relievers win these games. These bullpen games are a disaster. It's one of the reasons why these games take forever which I think is also a negative. And watching the great pitcher, you hit it, watching the Bob Gibsons, the Tom Seavers, the Jim Palmers, Catfish Hunters, you name anybody you want, watching that guy navigate the big lineup the third, fourth time around on pure guts, that is a part of theater that baseball no longer has. And I do think it's a major problem. Um, you know, do you want to see this anonymous relief pitcher on a day-in, day-out basis? I don't. And I think, you know, that, that's a, I think that's a big, big negative with the sport. I don't know how you put Jeannie back in a bottle. Um, you eliminate the amount of relief pitchers, I guess. I don't know what you do to figure it out. The GMs in these front offices, these data geeks, right on a Schwinn bike right out of college, you know, <laughs> running to the office and looking at their computers, telling their bosses, you know, third time through the lineup, so-and-so hits 83 against a lefty reliever. And he hits 340 against the starter and all that. It's, it drives you crazy. So I do think data has really caused the entertainment to be lessened. But you are hit it right on the head. Yeah, I'm a little older than you, but you're a great. You know sports. And the bottom line is, you know, perfect example. Tom Seaver in 1969. Okay, mm-hmm. he won all the way. It was one game four Shea against Baltimore, one nothing in the ninth inning. Bases low, uh, first and third, and Svoboda made that great catch on the line drive that Brooks, I think Brooks Robinson hit it, made that great catch. Orioles tied the game. Do you know that he came out for the 10th inning? Can you imagine? Mm. He gave up the run in the ninth. That, that's a shock enough that he was in there. Uh, today, nobody would be in the ninth inning. He came out for the 10th <laughs> in a 1-1 game, and the Mets won in the bottom of the 10th inning. Uh, look, and more, that is what we miss in the sport. Yes, that's what we miss in the and sport. more recently than that, the Jack Morris-John Smoltz game is, is one of the legendary Perfect. games of all time. In this postseason, Chris, the average starter has gotten 12 outs. 12 outs is the average for a starting pitcher in this postseason. So that's four innings worth of work. I could do this forever. I got to run and let you go to your show again. Chris Russo, High Heat on MLB Network, Mad Dog Radio every single day on Sirius XM. You're the best. Enjoy the games, my friend. I'll see you down the road. Uh, okay, Mike. Appreciate it. Take care. That's Chris Russo, who I, you know, I grew up with and, and I enjoy it. And I am a little younger than him, so I don't remember Bob Gibson. I only vaguely remember Tom Seaver. I don't remember Tom Seaver 
when, like, I'm not old enough to have seen the 69 Mets in the World Series or anything like that. I remember Seaver later in his career. But even just sort of the era of baseball in which I grew up, which would be like the late 70s and the 80s and stuff like that. I mean, the legendary, whether it was Ron Guidry or whatever, I mean, these were, that, that was the biggest star in the sport. The biggest star in the sport was the dominating starting pitcher who won the Cy Young that year. And is he going to get, and I, and I look, look, Hembo just types up on my screen as we're having the conversation. Starters have an ERA of 6.82 after the second time through the order. This postseason, that's why they do it. I get it. But in the same way that football made all kinds of changes to add offense to its sport, all kinds of rule changes to make the game more watchable and exciting, that's what they need to do because you're right. The kid on the Schwinn bike who becomes the general manager <laughs> of, of, the, of, the, you know, of the Astros is going to look at that stat and say, you got to get the pitcher out of there in the fifth inning. I totally understand that. I'm not telling them to do anything that goes against their best chance of winning. Quickly, who do you have winning the series? I like Houston to win the series. I say Houston in six. My MVP pick is Carlos Correa. I think he comes full circle here with his vindication. I like Houston because they are, their lineup is better, and ultimately this is going to be a high-scoring World Series. All right. We will see. I hope everybody enjoys it. You can listen, as I mentioned, to all the games here on ESPN Radio. Fox will have the TV. And we will see, uh, be here to talk about that and all the football and everything else tomorrow. Same time, same place. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.